you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Welcome to the NFL Legends Podcast, an NFL podcast for the players, by the players. Here is your host, 14-year NFL veteran and Hall of Famer, Aeneas Williams. Hello and welcome to the NFL Legends Podcast. I am Aeneas Williams. The NFL 100th season is upon us, and the game which kicks off the 2019 season celebrates two of the NFL's oldest franchises, the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. So today we have a Packer and a Bear. To my right is Aaron Kapman, and to my left is Charles Peanut Tillman. And I feel like I need to hold on to my water because he's always trying to punch the ball out. <laughs> so glad to have you guys with us. Uh, this is a lighthearted deal. Uh, people hear this. We started out doing this just for legends to hear. Mm -hmm. But it became so popular that the public likes to hear our stories. Right. Sure. <clears throat> so here we go. So I want to talk first about the rivalry. Because of the history, uh, these two teams have met 199 times. And because of the short distance between the two cities, what did the rivalry mean to you as players? Talk about the intensity on the field, peanut. <clears throat> I don't think, okay, first of all, let me, let me, let me preface it by the, the intensity was real. The, that Monday, the week, it's Packer week. Everyone is excited. Everyone's, I wouldn't say on edge, but there's just like, yo, if we do anything right, we have to win this game. Um, Can you tell I, me who is everyone? Because yeah, I'm assuming you're not just talking about the players. Oh, no, and yeah. it's, it's, it's players, it's coaches, it's fans, <laughs> it's the owners, Mr. McCaskey, George, George McCaskey, you know, he's got, you know, he's got the, the tie on, you know, it's a shirt, it's, you know, someone beating up a Packer fan, I mean, it's, it's, it's intense. It's, the dogs it's, get in, your dogs get in. Yeah, yeah. it's, yeah. you know, I, I see, you know, no, I've, I've seen shirts where there's a, a wife who's a Packer fan and there's a husband who's a Bear fan and it's, a house divided <laughs> on Sunday or, you know, like they have all kinds of phrases and sayings and whatnot. But I mean, it's it's real. It's, it's in the trenches. It's it's Old Testament. You know, it's it's yeah, man. That feeling McCoy's. Yeah, it's 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 real. It's real. It's just right before the Passover. And um, it's not as intense as it was in the 90s or excuse me, in the 80s. OK. You know, I and you can probably, what years were you playing? So I played from 2002 to 2009 with the Packers. And I would say as well, in hearing about this, the rivalry was intense. Um, but now don't get mad at me. But we got the better of most of those matchups so that there was a sense of like, it was a rivalry. But from, from the standpoint when I played, um, we had had some, we, I went back and looked. We were 10 and 6 over that time period uh -huh. in those eight years. And so for us, it was still a rivalry for sure. Because the Packer fans, if you say uh, the Bears still 
what they say, don't get mad at me, they still <laughs> suck. <laughs> Is that not, Aaron, you probably have shown the most peaceable trash talking that I've ever heard. I know, right? <laughs> don't get, no, don't don't get, get mad, you right. apologize, and then you talk <laughs> yeah, trash. We did but, spank but, y'all, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I just, I just, the I disclaimers would, are out there. I would I'm say this, you. I would say this. Y'all won when Lovey Smith got fired. That's that. That's that's, that's my. After the Lovey era was was gone, yeah, was, y'all whooped our tails. Because we heard that up at, up up with us, we heard that Lovey's main pro. In fact, he said in his press conference, his number one priority, right? If I remember right, if yeah, memory right. serves me correct, mm-hmm. was to beat the Packers. So he yeah. was shooting. He was shots fired. The, at the his first press the first day of his press conference. Yeah, I was, think at some level someone must have keyed him in because you do look at the history of this rivalry. Mm-hmm. Right, it's so significant. I mean, and I heard one guy who was a, a VP with the uh, the NFL. He said, "When the Packers and the Bears are doing well, the NFL is doing well." Wow, just right. Just because of the history and the tradition and the the sense of um, the NFL, uh-huh. you know, it's the Packers and the Bears. It's, right. It's Hallis. It's right. Lombardi. It's it's all this big time. The house stuff. they built. That's right. Well, looking at how many games the history and how many games were played, the Bears fourteen hundred games, and the Packers will pass. That milestone this season, Aaron. Mm-hmm. How was the sense of the team's history passed down to U.S. players? It's one thing to have the bit of rivalry, right? But I what got, was the richness of? I've got a great story with that. Um, I was a rookie in 2002. The defensive coordinator was uh, Ed Donatel, mm-hmm. and Ed was a wonderful man, a wonderful coach. He's still in the league. He's with I think Denver now. Um, but Ed and I developed a neat relationship. Fuzzy Thurston was still alive at this time. Fuzzy Thurston, yeah. Do you know Fuzzy Thurston? I've heard Fuzzy name, was yeah. one of the guards uh, from the ice Legend, bowl. Yeah. Jerry Legend, Kramer yes. and Fuzzy Thurston. Uh-huh. Uh, Fuzzy Thurston. And so Ed took me. Fuzzy had a bar, had an establishment, I should say, in Green Bay, place to get some food. and, and Green drink. Bay, they don't call them bars, they call them establishments. Well, I, I, I was trying to be for our listeners here that may have younger ears. It was a... It was a place to get some food and I some drink. I didn't know they, they were that sophisticated in Green Bay. Oh, come on now. They're always coming back. Now, you see that? <laughs> but uh, anyway, he took me, and Fuzzy just, uh, and he had, so he had a throat issue, so he had to talk kind of like this. And he just spent some time with me explaining about the uh, tradition of being a Green Bay Packer. Wow. And uh, it was really significant as a, as a rookie. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciated Ed taking the time. He didn't have to do that. Sure. It was early on in my career to find out a little bit about, you know, all of the, some of the ins and outs. I don't remember all the uh, stories. What I remember is a feeling, a feeling of pride mm-hmm. that I was part of a pretty neat organization. Mm-hmm. You know, Charles, being still in Chicago, are you able to connect with the current guys and help them understand the sense and intensity? A couple of them, of a couple of them, yeah. Um, I, I, I think for me, the the sense of, urgency and the significance of Bears Packers uh same my rookie year I except they I didn't have a, a a former legend come tell us we had through the player development they basically just give you a rich history of what Chicago is what the Bears are who short who George Hallis is who came before you what the Bears are all about and then Packers this game has gone on for X amount of years. On these two dates, every year we play them there. They come here. This is the most important game of our season. 
and we have to beat this team. And then they talk about the owners and the rivalry and just, I mean, you you see videos. Like, we'll, we'll watch a highlight tape the night before, and it's from stuff in the 80s. And then mm-hmm. when, you know, Jim McMahon's running and the guy picks him up and he body slams him, and you're just like, man, this okay. This is intense. So my first game, I thought that's what it was. It was the, the, the opening night of the new stadium after they had rehabbed it, whatever, 2003. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. the year before, we went, the only, we played in Champaign, actually 2002. Right. That was the one time we didn't play in Soldier Field. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, and it, it just, that was, I mean, so I, I was like, man, I was okay. The, the opening of our new stadium, the atmosphere, the intensity, the excitement, the adrenaline, Monday Night Football, and we lost. And it was to Green Bay, and it was like, oh man, okay, well that's that sucked. Let's let's we got to re- recoup this thing. We got to get this thing going, man, because the, the 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 rivalry and I've never been a part of a rivalry so big than than Bears Packers, and it's 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 a good thing to be associated with. For Tell sure. me about the fans. When mm-hmm. it, that week, you guys are playing each other. Oh yeah. How the fans in the community? I mean, you're is, gross, you sense a difference? Absolutely. Oh yeah, grocery store. You know, hey, 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 you're gonna kick their, you know. And he was like, man, that's a little old man. We just came from church. What you cursing <laughs> for? The fans are on edge. I mean, they're they're you, they you turned, sense that? What? They are turned all the way up, like 100 all the way. Old, young, black, white, poor, whatever. If you a Bear fan and it's Packer week, oh, they hate the Packers. Like, when I say hate, I mean hate the Packers. Like, the Packer fan did something to their mama. Like, they can't stand them. And you hear some of these stories and you're like, I don't necessarily hate Aaron Rodgers or, right. or, or Donald Driver. Like, you know, we going to compete, but I really don't want nothing bad to happen to them. Right. So for my generation, I think it's different than how they played in the 80s. Because we weren't cheap shot and we Correct. weren't body slamming guys after a play or two. Mm-hmm. I might say something to Aaron. Hey, Aaron, you know, how's this? He's asking about my wife and my kids. And then when it's between the whistles, we're going back and forth. And then the whistle blows, TV timeout, whatever. Can you throw me a pick, please? Like, I'll, I'll, I'll make a joke. Aaron, please, I need a pick right now, man. I'm trying to go to the Pro Bowl. If you throw me a pick... I'm for sure going to the Pro Bowl, so throw me one. And we're just, you know, we're sure, that rivalry, you're just yeah. you're just cracking jokes, just having a somewhat of a good time for 30 seconds in between the whistles. I don't know. What, what was what your experience? You guys? Yeah, I mean, I would say the same thing. I don't know if I'd go as strong as saying uh, cause hate, but uh, there was definitely a sense of, hey, this is a big week. It would be bear down. That was the that was the that's, uh, the that's what people would say to us as fans. Like, that's hey, the fans bear down, you know. Okay. I don't know what that means totally, <laughs> but I knew it was a big deal to the Packer fans. So, yeah. And it was good to see pulling up to the stadium, pulling up to Green Bay. You would see all the all the vehicles, all the, the bear vehicles, the ambulances, the, school, the custom school buses, <laughs> and then everyone's eating burgers and brats, drinking a right. beer, and it's negative 10 out. And you're just like, man, it is too cold to be drinking beer. I need, the, I need some coffee. Cheese curds. You're, you're stadium, cheese curds. The Packer Stadium is so unique. Right. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're driving in the neighborhood, and next thing you know, this stadium up here appears. And right, this is like in the back of people's houses. This is crazy. It's got good, rich history. Correct. The yes. thing I don't like about the stadium is the, and I've I've never, obviously, I've never sat there as a fan, but my wife would complain about the bench seating because you might get, you might, I'm not calling you fat, but you might sit next to someone who's a little large, 
and they're not as small as my wife, and their thighs are a little bit thicker than my wife's. So, you know, her her seat is, like, real small, but the person with the big thighs, they got big legs, so they sit a little wider. And so she would always complain about, she's <laughs> like, I want to go to the game, but, man, I just know for three hours, I hope I sit next to someone skinny because it just has a little, <laughs> a little number that, you sit on, but people don't really sit on the number. They just kind of, you know, we, they just we, we, sit wherever. Changed, we've changed that now. We added changed, about we added about ten thousand seats. It's a publicly owned team, man. <laughs> yes. Shouldn't the public have better? You know, seats? this is one thing I just learned recently last week when I was on that tour. Um, you know, the profit motive for the Packers. You know, when they have an, an actual owner, mm-hmm. the owner gets to decide how much to invest back into right. the organization. Right? It's his money or her money. Right. The Packers don't have that motivation. So whatever we earn. Our, our, our president and CEO gets a salary, right? Right. So he doesn't, basically, so Mark Murphy's not the owner. He acts like an owner, right? right. He right. makes decisions in right. executive board, but they plow that back into the, in basically the in the Lambeau yeah. field and the organization. I think it's one of the things that makes Green Bay, again, unique than, than the other 31 teams is because, you know, we, we got pretty much what we wanted. And now that's a huge responsibility sure. so it doesn't become a country club. But I tell you, there was no... No, there was no expense that was spared for the most part. Right. Because it was always plowing back into the business, the organization, how do we make it better? How do we make it, you know, because it's, it's almost a way of life for the people of Wisconsin. Oh, you know, it is. In, tra- in training camp, there's, there's families that take their family, their family vacation wow. to our training camps. That's their family same. vacation. Same. Wow. Right? Same, at, same, same at ours. With the Bears as well. Oh, yeah. yeah we go to yeah. Bourbon A, and I, I remember my first year, first two years, whatever, and I remember... This woman waiting in line and, you know, we're dripping wet. It's 100 degrees out. And all I want to do is get in the shower, go get in this cold tub because I'm, I'm, I'm so hot. And then you sign autographs and it's like, well, wait, you know, let's sign a couple autographs. These people have been sitting out here waiting. They're sweating too. Whatever. I'll sign a couple. And then you get the one autograph and, you know, they're like, oh, my God, thank you so much. You know, we live so-and-so away. We can't come to games. So this is our family vacation. We drove seven hours, 10 hours, whatever. Yeah. And, and I'm thinking to myself, like, to come see us? Like, I would have wanted to go to, like, a Disney World or, right. you know, Disneyland or something Space like Mountain. that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And when I retired, no, I got injured. I tore my, um, my triceps tendon in 2013. And I remember saying, I was like, you know what? I've never been tailgating before. So I remember I got to the stadium early I put my 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 suit on or uh, my 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 warm up on, mm-hmm. and I walked out. I put a hood on, very incognito, sunglasses, and I my buddy of mine was tailgating. I went and I hung out with him, and I got a chance to see wow. what the fans do. That experience, yeah. And that experience, wow. And I was already a a ten year vet, but to see the prep and the the amount of work that. These people, these fans, not just Bear fan, but just I'm talking about mm-hmm. just NFL fans in general. Like that, it's a it's not just a Sunday, it's a way of life. Correct. You know, you know yeah, like this not okay, well, we lost the game, let's get the next one. Like No, like it's it's a part this of lingers. The, it right. lingers. Right. You know, I I've I've heard so many stories of, you know, I'll do an appearance and I'll sign autographs and it'll be a seat from like Wrigley or whenever it's just something a piece of Chicago history that's very old, older wow. than me. Wow. And they'll give you a quick 30 second story. It's like, yeah, man, my first game, I went to 
the Bears so-and-so yeah. back when it was at Wrigley Field and you know, we saw the Kansas Common, and he ran back four touchdowns, and we wow. saw, and I'm like, man, he's like, yeah, that was my first game. We've been season ticket holders since 1942, and they just, I don't know, it's it's, it's a beautiful thing, man, yeah. to, to be on a team, whether it be Green Bay or Chicago, that has so much history, history. and the fans, and it truly is, it's a way of life. It's, it's what you do. It's Bears. 365 days a year. And I'm sure it's the same way in Green Bay because there is no other team. And I think one of the things that makes both organizations unique is the generational nature of the fans. Correct. Because there was success that happened at an early time. So right. grandpa and grandma saw right. when the Packers and the Bears were a big deal. So guess what? That went to mom and dad. Wow. So that went to Passed down. you know yeah. Johnny and Susie as well. And so you know, having played for an expansion team at the end of my career, that 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 in Jacksonville, that wasn't quite the same, right? right. So you just see the difference. Same between, in Carolina, for right? Me. Yeah. yeah, you get to see the difference of what generational fans who had success at an early time, how that actually translates and creates this. I mean, we would literally—I kid you not—we would go to games, away games, where teams that were struggling a little bit, and it was almost a home oh, crowd for home us. Crowd They're for chanting "Go yeah. Pack, Go!" And it's it was louder. like that. It was like that when you <laughs> yeah. got, we played you guys in Carolina <laughs> yeah. in 2015. Yeah. You know. I remember looking at stands like, "It's a lot of day in Green Bay Packers in here, man. What is go. going on?" Yeah, this it was is, always fun. Yeah. You just hit a dagger in me. You know what? Oh, yeah, you I, talk about all this history all you want, man. I don't like hearing that go pack go stuff. Dun, 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 go pack. I would we sing that. One night. That makes we, me feel good right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. a cloud nine. That's great. Man, we played Monday night, man. They scored some points. All I could hear when I got home, open my refrigerator, I heard it. Go pack. I said I had to close my refrigerator, man. <laughs> that song is just like entrenched in my mind. Yeah, yeah. It's a great, great experience. Lambeau Field is, in my opinion, one of the most uh, from a football standpoint, right. one of the most sacred, enjoyable, college-like. Sure. It's a great experience. Mm. Let's pivot. I want to pivot to the league history now. Mm -hmm. What moments from the first 99 NFL season stand out to you as someone who loves football? Mm. Key moments maybe you participated in or uh, moments uh, of your franchise history? I say for me... The Arizona game in 2006. We go to Arizona. I believe we were 5-0, 6-0. We were down 20 points, halftime. So make a long story short. Is that we, Devin Hester? Devin Hester. Brian Erlacher had about 90 tackles. Right. He stripped the ball. I recovered it, ran it back. End zone, touchdown. Uh, Mike Brown ran one back. Mike uh, Mark Anderson, he had a couple of sacks. Devin Hester, he ran one back. That's the, the, the famous Dennis Green. They were who we thought Don't they were. Oh, wow. At, at the yeah. end. And, um, yeah, man, that was just a, that was just Yeah, a who game. we thought they were. Yeah, and he slapped <laughs> And we let him off the hook. And we let him off the hook, yeah. When Reggie White came uh, to Green Bay. You played uh, with from, Reggie? No. Okay. No, I did not. Wow. Uh, that was pre-me. That was 2002. But um, from a free agency standpoint mm -hmm. and his ability to then, from a title town standpoint, they won a Super Bowl in 96 because of it, you know, lost in 97. But him coming to Green Bay, uh, him being instrumental in part of the, the free agency, I mean, when you think about what that's done for the league and right. for the game, that's one that sticks in my mind that's linked to both our league history as well as Green Bay Packer history. Wow. Aaron, how you stay engaged with the game today? 
Well, I think the Packers do a great job of trying to have us back as alumni, um, as legends. Um, so they'll, and they've, they've gotten better with that over the years. Uh, so that's one way. And then from a league-wide standpoint, I, I do confess that I'm not as, as up on it as I used to be. But I'll still check NFL.com, you know, when it's I can. And, and if that. there's something going on or, or this, that, or I know, you know, I, I'll watch football when I can. I coach high school football as well. So usually okay. on Sunday we're, we're having meetings gotcha. when all the games yeah, are going on. That's good. But, uh, but I, I do like to just kind of keep up with who's who and what's what. Yeah. Yeah. Charles, why, why do you think it's important or even a need for legends to stay engaged with the game? Stay connected. I, I think it helps the legends themselves. Since I've been out, the one thing that I missed the most was my locker room. Right. You can't replace it. You can't replicate it. You can't duplicate it. And for me, I, I it, it, it kind of just gives me like, a, oh, man, I'm around like-minded people who, who get me. We're, we're type A personalities. And for a 30-minute podcast or to be around other other legends for a day, I'm good. I got my fix, wow. you know, and I, I like being around other legends. I was telling my wife upstairs, I was like, babe, I just had lunch with Jim Brown. Like, she was like, oh, wow. I was like, no, no, babe, babe. You don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand. Yeah, I, I flew in right. next to him, too. I was like, like, I told my wife, like, she's like, wow. who's that? <laughs> I was with Jim Brown. Like, wow. I get excited when I get around these gold jackets. I get... Yeah. I saw Jackie Slater. Jackie Slater knew my name. And I'm like, are you serious? This Jackie Slater, you a gold jacket? 20 years. 20 yeah. years. Yeah. For me, I enjoy being around other legends because they get me, I get them. We're like-minded. And, yeah, it's just it's just cool to be around because I'm a fan of them. No, it's been yeah. great, man. I want to thank you guys for joining us today. Our pleasure. This has been fantastic. Looking forward to a great 100th season of the NFL and NFL football. The best is yet to come. Appreciate it, Aaron. Absolutely. Thanks, Nisa. Thank Bear you. down. Thank you for being Bear down. <laughs> this has been the NFL Legends Podcast. To provide feedback or request a topic for discussion, email us at NFLLegends at NFL.com. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.